Hello and welcome to the Cover 4 podcast. We're back. Took a week off for Thanksgiving. And of course, the episode before Thanksgiving uh, was a little depleted. It was just Justin and I, but today we, we got one more plus one. Your host, Raleigh Haltom. I got Justin Klimmer with me again and rejoining us, Griffin Hadley. No Jack tonight. Sure, sure. Don't know what Jack is doing. Um, slacking. <laughs> It's okay. He's getting ready for the live radio show. He is getting ready for which we are going to do immediately after we we, we wrap up in here. We we're stay gonna, on the grind. We're gonna yes. put our stuff down in here and walk into the radio station. Absolutely across the, across the hallway over here. Um, but because we got to do that, we got to get through it quick. So we're gonna jump right in. Game of the week. I'm gonna start it off with kind of the obvious pick as I usually do. Um, Bills Eagles overtime game. And anytime you get overtime football, typically it's a good game. It's a good good game to watch, and this one certainly fit that bill. It was a pretty great quarterback duel between the uh, two quarterbacks, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. And I would say in a lot of ways, Josh Allen outdueled Jalen Hurts in the quarterback, uh, strictly in the quarterback battle, but uh, Eagles did come away with the win. Josh Allen, 29 of 51, 339 yards, two touchdowns through the air and a pick, but also nine carries for 81 yards was their leading rusher for two touchdowns. Um, so... Big ups to Josh Allen, played his heart out, but uh, team couldn't get it done. Jalen Hurts on the other side, 18 of 31, 200 yards, three touchdowns through the air, one pick, and uh, was tied for the most carries on the team with DeAndre Swift with 14, had 65 yards, and a couple of scores on the ground. Um, So a lot of fireworks in this game, super back and forth. You love to see it. Anytime you get uh, extra football, free football, you love it, and uh, that's certainly what we got in this game. Talk about the layup of the season. Probably for game of the week, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, talk oh, yeah. about just game of the fireworks. Um, I was sitting at, you know, down the street at South Coast Pizza across the river, and it was on in the background, and the Bills were up 14 points. And mm-hmm. I got home, blinked, turned on the game, and it was, like, tied. Or the Eagles were up three. And I was like, what is going on in this football game? It was everything you wanted. It was exciting. Like I said, I mean, I wasn't able to catch all of it, but I was able to catch the end, and there was fireworks. And... Josh Allen can't win a playoff game. <laughs> Josh Allen is is it 0 and 6 now? Something like that. It's 0 and 6 now and and he got the ball first. So no more complaining now. True. So that's an interesting point there from the Buffalo Bills because we go into the season, go into the first couple weeks, okay, the Bills are a little shaky in some games, but it looks like they can win big games. Looks like they can beat competent teams, beating the Dolphins and being close in these um in these tougher games, but this is one where they kind of had, they were in, it seems like the Eagles were bound to drop a game. This could have been that game and they didn't. So Red flags up there for the Buffalo Bills because they're now out of that playoff conversation. They have to earn their way back in with a lot of scrappy teams in the AFC. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're now the 10 seed with just outside looking in and then their upcoming schedule. Um, we'll get into it later. Um, those are my biggest letdown this week. But uh, very brutal upcoming stretch for the Bills. But, you know, for the Eagles, they they came back um, again. I mean, last the week before, um, they were down by ten to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiefs have their second half of uh, second half offense struggles, but <laughs> still seeing um, Jalen Hurts lead them to another comeback. It's like, I mean, this is this is the stuff of Super Bowl champions. I, I'd say. I mean, going through that adversity and uh, rallying the troops, and even when it's not going well, you know, you just push, push, you keep going. And uh, Devontae Smith had a good game, and uh, yeah, they're just a really well oiled machine, minus their um, secondary, but. Uh, Something, you know, we saw we saw from the Bills this game that we see too often is, 
you know, the running games, it stops working. I mean, they'll have maybe a few chunk plays here and there, but Josh Allen's doing most of the work on the ground, and then they kind of convert to a drop-back game, which they did in the second half. And, um, you know, against that Eagles D-line, it's it's not exactly a great idea. Now, the Bills still put up 34 points. Offense is still very good this game. Uh, Josh Allen, one of the best games he's played maybe of his career. He was phenomenal. Um, But um, when you don't have a running game and you're facing that defensive line, um, the holding penalties and the sacks just added up and was the reason why uh, the Eagles got back into this game. And they still should have won this. Um, If Josh Allen and Gabe Davis are on the same page in overtime, that's a touchdown and big game. Mm -hmm. Gabe has another one to add to his long collection of clutch moments in in big time games. So really sucks for the Bills in that aspect because, man, you had it. I mean, nobody, I'm not saying nobody, but this is a very tough out, you know, a one-loss team on the road in the rain, um, and you were playing so well, so well. And to, to see kind of wheels fall off, to and it really boils down the one play that Gabe Davis played, just, ah, that mis, is that miscommunication going to cost them, um, you know, a chance to uh, make a playoff run? It's just like, wow. Yeah, tough for sure. Justin. Um, over to your game of the week. My game of the week, uh, Jags, Texans. Uh, it's really the, the future of the AFC South is is in really good hands. Um, you could really tell this game. Quarterback plays. It's going to be phenomenal. Um, top two dogs right now seem like Trevor and uh, Stroud, obviously. And you still got uh, you know, promising Anthony Richardson. And even Will Levis has had his shine in, uh, here and there in, in spot moments. But, yeah, this game um, – Honestly, didn't watch it, but it's just the importance of this game. The Jags, yes, the Jags are now um, eight and three, four and one in the division. Houston now the first team out of the AFC wild card, um, tied with uh, the the Colts. Colts have a division record tiebreaker, but uh, man, the Jaguars have just been doing really good things this year. Trevor is getting in a groove. It seems like um, they're really. Doing, they were doing really well, uh, minus that San Francisco game for the past two months. Started off with two losses, but then um, really hunkered down uh, recently. And, yeah, it's it's my game of the week. I, I like this pick because of exactly what you said. The most was on the line, in my opinion, in this game and the entire league. And here's why. The the Jacksonville Jaguars are now 8-3. and three. They would have been 7-4 and four if they lose this game. Houston's now 6-5, and five, would have been 7-4 and four if they win this game. Houston is now on the outside looking in of the playoffs in that eight seed because Indy has the tiebreaker over them. And Houston would be in the top four seeds in the conference if they win this game. Mm -hmm. So talk about a division that's up in the air with the Colts sitting, even with the Texans at six and five, the Jags now taking control at eight and three and just a slew of young players across the division, like you said, Justin. And I know we got a quick one here tonight, so I won't ramble on too much about the AFC South, but Talk about a big-time matchup and a big-time win for the Jaguars because Texans missed a field goal to tie the game at the end. I mean, mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud is keeping his team in games. Danica Ryans is unbelievable as a head coach, first-year head coach. In my opinion, I know they're only 6-5, and five, but he's a sleeper for coach of the year because of what he's done. Absolutely. absolutely. Like, in his first year in a team that was a total stinker for years, yep. him, and both, him, and both, him and Shane Steichen are mm-hmm. doing unbelievable jobs right now. And that's the one of the most f- f- fun things to watch. This was such an important game for the Jaguars because you got to think about the mental aspect of this. I mean, Jaguars expected to be the top dogs in its division. Texans um, at the very bottom. Texans win this game. They're not going to jump them in the rankings, but like that mental edge, like, okay, 
we're not coming. We're here. Like th- that's kind of what the the mindset would be in Houston if they would to win this game with how good CJ Stroud's been playing. So super, super important for the Jags to win this game um, so they can uh, maintain their chokehold on this division. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting looking forward what these two teams have going forward in their schedules. Jags have some layups. They got some, they got the Bengals, uh, the Panthers. So a couple of layups for sure. Uh, but other than that, you know, they've got that first place schedule. Texans on the other hand, you've got the Titans twice, Jets, and the Browns. And how about and that game Colts. against the Colts? Talk about a big time football game. Both teams are finding their groove. Colts have won three straight. Texans have won a bunch of games. It's going to be exciting. And so I'm going to do a little something different here for my game of the week. I don't really see. I think those were the best two games. Yep. I think Eagles, Bills, and Texans, Jags were the best a, two games. Crap I think I'm just going to point fingers at some other games that I think are of note. And being that there was a, there was a lot of stinkers this week. Yeah. <laughs> the the Bears-Vikings game. Bears Stinker. being the first team to win this season without a touchdown. <laughs> Clap it up for Chicago. That's big time. And also, um, how about the Denver Broncos? Just winning yeah. again. I mean, talk about Sean Payton turning it around. Been, Is that five in a row? It, yeah, and it's just an unbelievable, unbelievable just re- like run from them. Because we were talking about we were talking about Sean Payton, Russell Wilson in a feud. We were talking about how the Broncos had one of the worst, you know, futures in possibilities. Laughing stock of the NFL. He allows 70 points, and now they're in the driver's seat. They're tied for that seven seed with Indian and uh Houston Texans. So yeah. talk about talk about a team there, and then also it's just it stinks to see the Steelers Bengals be kind of a, you know, a blunder of a game. 16, 10, Kenny Pickett's all right. No, he's not. He's, he's terrible. He, he's all right he all for right this game. team because they're in the playoffs and it just stinks to see what the Bengals have to go through because you, the way I think about it is you think about a window, a Super Bowl window for a roster, a quarterback. And it seems like they're in this window and with Burrow getting hurt with Burrow having a slow start to the season, it seems like it's going to be really tough for them. And they're not going to do well this season. And when you have the mindset of being a top two seed in the AFC and that's out of reach, that can be, that can be really tricky for a franchise. So I thought that was another thing of note that I noticed. And then obviously the Thanksgiving games are a lot of fun as well. Unfortunate for the lions. They can't catch a break on Thanksgiving. As Bryson Wright likes to say, it's not Thanksgiving until the lions lose. (laughs) That's right. And then, Hey, Cowboys and the 49ers are very good football teams. And that's what I have to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. From there on, dog of the week, as always. I'll kick it off with a uh, defensive dog, Javon Holland, for that Miami Dolphins getting a 99-yard pick six. You love to see stuff like that, and for an accomplishment like that, felt like he at least deserved a mention here on dog of the week. Um, some other great options this week, certainly, um, but... Uh, I, I felt like I felt like going a defensive dog. I haven't done that in a while. So Javon Holland, he gets the nod here for me. Uh, 99 yard pick six is remarkable. Uh, and so yeah, big shout out to him. Love it. Uh, yeah, we don't give enough love to the defensive side. By the way, this was like with zero seconds on the clock. He he caught the ball with zero seconds on the clock and ran it all the way 99 yards for the touchdown. Yeah, sorry Jets, sorry about that. That's tough. But my dog of the week is uh. Kyron Williams, a guy who nobody expected anything um, coming into the season. Boom, boom weeks, start the year. Um, led the league in touchdowns for a while. Got hurt, comes back this game. You know, I didn't expect too much. I mean, how about 16 carries and six catches for 
143 on the ground, 61 through the air, and two tutties. Just absolutely Dang. dominating this Cardinals mm-hmm. team. That's a that's a good game. He was a beast. If you played him in fantasy, you were finished. That's for sure. <laughs> um, if you had the courage to start him. Um, yeah, I was just like, wow, he's good. <laughs> I didn't know he was actually good. Like, I just thought he was a kind of a, a touchdown guy, product this um McVay system, but you know, props to him. I mean, that's one of the best stat lines we've seen from a running back this season. Yeah, I'm gonna bounce it all the way back to Thanksgiving Day. Um, uh, and this guy, this guy was turkey trotting all over the Seattle Seahawks. Christian McCaffrey had 19 carries, 114 yards, six average, two touchdowns, another 25 yards through the air, five catches. And his yards were really good. I feel like he's been better, but he had a total stranglehold on this football game. Yeah. He was dominant. And then he opens up the field for Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk for a couple big throws there um, for the Arizona state legend, Brandon Ayuk. So I, I don't know. I, I just think that Christian McCaffrey is doing his thing week after week. The San Francisco 49ers are all the way back. He could be a dog of the week every single week, but yeah. man, he was eating Turkey post game. He was loving it. They got that win. They're back on track. Christian McCaffrey dog. He's going to try to break his, uh, Touchdown record. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? 13, 14 weeks? He's trying to get it. I don't know, man. He's 15, he's on 16. one now. I'll tell you that. He's on one. He didn't play much in the second half either. So yeah, good pick. Something that nobody mentioned, somebody that nobody mentioned that I felt like it was worth mentioning. Dak. Dak's been continuing great. His hot streak. And uh Dak's been outstanding, he's but been the Cowboys have just been really good. And Deron Bland, is it? Oh, With yeah. five he was a, he was a dog. sixes on the season. Shoot, I should have picked. He him. did have a rough Thursday night game. He had a rough Thursday night game, but hey, he, he set an NFL record, and this should be the we, this should be the episode that we were talking about their game, you know, before last night. Right. So, Deron Bland, shout out to you, NFL record. But you know, every week can't be your. What week. was it? What well, it was? I think he it was like he got targeted six times. Gave up five receptions for like 130-something yards so and two tough. touchdowns. Well, DK Metcalf, talk about a dog for next week. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Wow. We'll save it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. From there on, we got some letdowns, let yeah. as always. And I'm going to start it uh, with the first game of the week. Has to be. Man, the Lions. It's just, I I feel like I could just, you know, look 30 years into the future and every Thanksgiving episode we ever do, they could be the letdown because Lions lose on Thanksgiving every time. doesn't matter who the competition is. They're at home in Detroit. You got to beat Green Bay. They're, Green Bay is not a great team. They've got some talent. They're on the defense. The offense, they, they, there's some exciting young receivers and maybe you, Jordan Love is something, but... It's you've got to win that game if you're Detroit, especially if you're you know you're looking to get in that top two seed conversation. Oh yeah, got to win that. It's game. a non-negotiable. Got to win that game. Every, every time I see Green Bay beat one of these teams they shouldn't in their own division, I just that um, soundbite of Aaron Rodgers saying "I own you" just echoes. <laughs> it shouldn't be happening anymore. Like Green Bay is supposed to be you know not being able to compete with the Lions in Detroit at this point, so. The Lions have these contender aspirations that um, I, I thought they had. I'm, I could be convinced, but um, you know, was, the case was much stronger uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. So, I mean, I, I always talk about like the mental aspect of winning these division of games. You can't really uh, you gotta so have that hard. strangle hard, strangle hold of your division. You know, got to keep little brothers the little brother, and they they weren't able to do it. So, big disappointment, and they keep losing on Turkey Day. I mean, that's. I just, the Packers are a winning franchise. 
that's all that comes to mind. They're a winning franchise. And then in these divisional games, it just seems like they figure it out. And they didn't just figure it out at the end of this game. I get it. It was 29, 22, but that does not give justice to the dominance that it was mm-hmm. green Bay Packers went for 45, 43 yards on the first play to Christian Watson. And he had his game of the season in the first quarter. Yep. I mean, it was a great performance from the Packers. Don't get me wrong, but we talk about all the time. If you want to be a top two or three seed, you got to win the games that are the gimmies in the NFL because every team's going to compete. It's not college football. You're not playing Vandy. You got to compete against every single team because the worst team in the NFL is going to give you more of a fight than any other. It seems like any other sport, really. That's the NFL from top to bottom. And so if you want to be a top three team in the NFL, top three team in your division, top two team in your division, you have to win those games. You have to win those games that are the gimmies are the must wins are the games that you don't even have circled, if you will. So I agree with the Lions letdown. I'm going to go. I had it. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings stay in the division because I think we talked about a couple of weeks ago. We said, all right, Minnesota Vikings, you have an opportunity. You've won a bunch of games in a row and your schedule is not that hard. You have an opportunity to go chase the Lions and squeeze in for a wild card spot in an NFC that's not that deep outside of the top three teams, if you will. And so Minnesota Vikings, that's a tough loss to beat a team that didn't score a touchdown or to lose to a team that didn't score a touchdown. And the Chicago Bears, who, like we say, you should beat at home. You should beat a team like that at home. So that's what I'm thinking. Obviously, they have Josh Dobbs, not Kirk Cousins, but I just think this roster is good enough. This team is good enough. They strung enough wins together. It just seems that this Minnesota Vikings team, they're sliding just a little bit. The way I'm looking at it, you can't win games with Josh Dobbs as your starting quarterback if you don't have an efficient run game. And that is that's one good thing point. the Minnesota Vikings are severely lacking. It's, something, it's, a, it's a luxury that he had when he was in um, Cleveland. It's a luxury he had when he was in Tennessee. He didn't have it in uh, Arizona, and it, he no. struggled when he didn't when the run game was. Yeah, James Conner was on the IR, and now you've now you've got Alexander Madison as your RB one, mm. and he, it's very obviously a struggle for him uh, to get things going offensively. Competent, right? and it doesn't open up his ground game himself exactly because Josh Dobbs can be a weapon with his legs, but unless you have a run game, like you said, it's very difficult for him to use his legs outside of you know scampering into the end zone when they're three yards away. Exactly. Yeah. Dobbs has got to be better though, and yeah, four it, picks it, is on. It should because Jefferson against the Bears too. Jefferson four picks against the Bears is terrible. Yeah, how you yeah, do better when you don't really know the bad. plays? <laughs> Doesn't it's make really much bad. sense. But he'll get Jefferson back this week. I think it was confirmed. Um, I'm sticking with the Bills. My disappointment in the week. It's uh, a good one. Uh, their probability to make the playoffs now, and I don't have the stat, but it's it's very low. Why is it low? Well, I'll go hunting for you. Okay. Well, while Griffin does that, they're six and six there. They'll have a bye week this week to have as many players only meetings as they'd like. But then come out of the bye, go to Kansas City, host Dallas, go to L.A. Chargers and play New England. <laughs> Easy game. But then they finish in Miami. So those are three, you could argue, four tough games in their last uh, five. I mean, Kansas City, Dallas, Miami, those are top five, top six, seven teams. Um, and you, the game against Philly where they had them up by 10, at least two scores. Um, I mean, they, the vibes were up there, a bunch of smiles on the sidelines. Josh Allen was having the game of his career. Uh, not game, very good game, game of the season, I'd say. Um, but uh, they just couldn't get it done, you know, running game, like right. I said earlier, wasn't there. But you know, it really come came down to the Gabe Davis, uh, Josh Allen, Miss Q. And uh, talk about a gauntlet of a schedule. Yep. I mean, 
the Bills' playoff chances, Justin, just dropped under twenty percent. I'm reading. I'm reading different sides, seeing 14, 18, anywhere in that range, and that's because their next games, Chiefs, Cowboys. I mean, Chargers is not a walk in the park on the road, and you got to play the Dolphins in Week 18. So they would probably have to win four of these games, being that they are a wild card. Yeah, I mean, you got five games they left, and three gosh. of them are Chiefs, Cowboys, Dolphins. But I want to see them in the playoffs. I don't want to see Kenny Pickett or or Joe Flacco in the playoffs or Gardner Minshew. Oh, stop! Gardner Minshew is a show. Okay, you want to okay, see no, the right. you want to see the shimmy. I'll, I'll get with that. I'll get you want to see the shimmy. He is much better than the. But I would rather see names. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, than Gardner. Of course, Josh it was fireworks the other night. But here's the problem. That's why they're Justin's letdown. That's why this is what the segment's yep, called. Yep. Because Absolutely. they lose this game. They lose the last several games, or I guess you lose. You beat the Jets, but you lose to the Broncos on at home. And uh oh, Bills. Mm-hmm. Like you're under twenty percent now. I mean, I know you don't look into the analytics too much, but I mean, you do in this day and age, and they're on the outside looking in. So big there's, time. There's big three, time. three wild card spots. Pittsburgh holds the first one. Um, Buffalo six. So like three out of the the third and final spot. Pittsburgh has a minus twenty three point differential. Buffalo's is plus one hundred and one, and they're they're out of the picture. They have what under a twenty percent chance. That's an unbelievable stat. Oh my goodness, that's second most in the AFC. Um, that is oh my goodness, fourth most in the NFL. Wow, crazy. Wow. Unreal. They they do destroy bad teams. Are you looking at point differential? Yeah, they destroy yeah. bad teams. That's crazy. They destroyed the Dolphins earlier and then yeah. they're losing Pitts, these close ones. Pittsburgh's out here minus, minus 23, 23 and the Colts are plus one. <laughs> hey. Right there on the Buffalo Miami beat a team 70 to 20 and has less of a point differential than the <laughs> Buffalo Bills. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um Tough scenes for the Buffalo Bills, for sure. Bad, bad. It's bad for football, man. It's bad for football. It's bad for enjoyment. Yeah. Bad, for, bad for football. I really quickly. I say the product's still pretty good. We can talk a little bit about this Thursday yeah. night game since uh, we're recording this on a Friday. Talk about the Thursday night game. Seahawks, Dallas. Uh, all of us picked Dallas um, and yeah. just because that's kind of a gimme. Hey, 14 straight at home for the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. That's you big can't, time. You can't, cool. pick, you can't pick against <laughs> like, the Cowboys. Everybody gives the Cowboys flack. That's big time, and that's like a stat that I don't think people really notice because, I mean, I know I didn't notice it, but I saw it on Get Up this morning, and I was like, wow. All right. I knew they Look at the boys. Wow. Like, they, they got a big-time record right now, and they're beating people, and Dak Prescott's playing really good football. He is. Yeah, that's on fine. MVP pace. It is going to be so important for them to finish the season strong just to give them a chance for in week 18 when they host the the Eagles mm. for a chance for that game to be for um, not only the division lead, but to host one, maybe two playoffs. Which games. is which is huge because the Niners Eagles game is yep. going to. Oh, we were talking about maybe the gimme for game of the year. We might be looking at another one here. This next so week, my fingers are late. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, okay. We can talk about that here in yeah. a minute. But, like Philly next. I week, mean, we're right? running out of time. We got to feel like 15 minutes, but man, yeah, that's you can talk about that game for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, 35 yeah. <laughs> 41. Cowboys come away with that one. Um, three different receivers scoring touchdowns CeeDee Lamb, Jake Ferguson, Brandon Cooks each got one deck, throwing three touchdowns, 299 yards, 29 yards, or 29 completions on 41 attempts. 
Uh, Tony Pollard also getting a touchdown on the ground. Seahawks in, Geno Smith, three tutties, a pick. Uh, and Zach Charbonnet. How about Zach Charbonnet, rookie, coming onto the scene for the injured Kenneth Walker. Uh, 19 carries, 60 yards, getting his first NFL touchdown. And we got to talk about DK Metcalf. Oh, my gosh. Six receptions. Half of them are for touchdowns. 134 yards, six catches for 134 yards and three touchdowns, yep. man. On Mr. Pick Six, Deron Bland. Dog. 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 Did you see? Did you see the way he caught his 73-yard touchdown and started running? Oh my god. No, no dude. He was oh like, my god. I was watching this play and I was like, so I know that there's analytics for like the fastest guys of the season. Like they're trying to hit like 21, 22 miles an hour. You see Tyreek Hill, you see Jonathan Taylor, you see some cornerbacks, you see like dudes who are really fast. DK was pumping. I mean, they're not these guys who are hitting those speeds, they're not 6'4, 250, or whatever. Oh, no, no, no. He was like, it was like that. Uh, it was like when he was chasing down Buda Baker. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, DK. Like, like, like that run is like a meme in itself because he was large and in charge. He was, I mean, man, it was awesome. It was sick. He didn't look back, he didn't celebrate. He charged to the back of the end zone. Yeah. 73 yards, like, like he was running a 40. Yeah. He didn't celebrate because he had he had two more. Oh, exactly. It was awesome. He had such a good day, and I'm happy what for him a, because yeah. he's a freak. What a fun game to watch. But with that, we're going to move into the picks segment, as we always do. Last week was a good week for the Cover 4 boys. Let's get this. Uh, what's the record? Let's get the record now. I want to hear the record. Well, we'll start with last week's. Yeah. Or how we did last week. Jack for sure. came in last at 10 and 6. Justin in third with 11 and 5. Griffin in second with 12 and 4. And man, 14 and two for your boy. Yeah, you tie me for best. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that missed that, on the first game of the week and the last. Well, the Vikings, missed on Detroit pick, the Vikings pick killed us because I was going to be really happy with only missing three. Yeah. I missing four. One. Yeah. Missing four. Well, we talked about it on. We talked about it before it happened. We talked about it on Monday before that game, too. You were like, man, I only got one loss right now. My big difference maker was soloing Atlanta. Yeah, All that's big time. Uh, that's big time. And that's a big that's time nice. fix. Respect. I, 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 was feeling, I was feeling Atlanta in that one. But it's time for the cumulative records on the season. In last place, Griffin, 111 and 69. In, uh, hey, but it's because we didn't have an episode and we didn't talk that I had a total stinker before the I had a, I had a Justin That's week. That's fair. Wait, if you, <laughs> if you had a Justin week, you'd be I'm in, last. I know, dude. I know. I'm, I'm in last now. I'm in last. You're probably in Justin, third. You're in third. All right. 112 yeah, and 68. Uh, you were 111? Yeah. Uh, Jack wow. in second. 114 and 66, and I take over the lead, baby. 116 wow. and 64. That's big time. I mean, if, if you're two games ahead of the second best last week, that's you know. Yeah, I'm trying to. Hey, I'm it's, trying to have still, it's still packed right there. We're all still like right. Yeah, there. it's not. It's not a whole lot of separation. Nobody's running away with. I haven't pulled out my perfect. Hey, last year Bryson. I'm about, I'm about Bryson to be the dog. Watch out. Last year, Bryson Bryson's record was not great at this point of the season. It was we were starting to see a little separation. Hey, hey that's another here or there. We got four guys, hey. four four horsemen, all in the race. Absolutely, yeah. neck and neck. Though. I like adversity. Yeah. Give me the back half of the season. Oh, uh, some hard picks this week too. Like yeah. I mentioned, exactly. For the Thursday me night football them. game, 
Dallas sweep easy, obviously. Who who's picking Seattle in that game? Dallas at home, and the way Seattle just got embarrassed by a defense nah. about as good. All boys, as the Cowboys. All the all boys. No so we start with our Sunday slate of games: the Chargers and the Patriots. I'm going with the Chargers. Jack is going with New England. What do you guys got? The Chargers. I don't trust Bailey Zapp in this package they got for Malik Cunningham. I don't trust. I don't trust either team, bro. Yeah. I don't trust. Fair. I don't trust. That's true. Give me the charges. Charges. Yeah. The bolts, baby. Lone Wolf Jack setting up the radio show in there. Yeah. You can go. You can go with the Patriots <laughs> if you want to. Next up, we got Detroit, the Lions, and the Saints. The- I'm going with Detroit. Jack is going with Detroit. They bounce back. Me too. They bounce they back. Bounce. Give me Dan Campbell. Yeah. Little Detroit big sweep, baby. Now, we got the Falcons and the Jets. I'm going with the Falcons. Jack is also going with the Falcons. Yeah, I can't pick Tim Boyle, bro. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there, so man. It hey. seems like they're going to, like, it's going to just keep sliding. I know Aaron Rodgers was on the field this hey. week. It don't matter. Rogers, give me them baby. Falcons. Give me them Falcons. Rogers going to find especially this Falcons team. Like they're five and six. This is a game where okay, went on the road, gets a six and six, keep leading the division. Am I looking too much into it? Absolutely not. Give me the Falcons. <laughs> Do you want to win that division though? No, you want to. You want to because the winner of this division gets like a twentieth pick at best in every but round. You're still in the, the playoffs. You're build winning habits. and it's the NFL. You want to make the playoffs. You get a first, first, uh, first place schedule next year. Yeah, that's tough. Give me that. Oof. That's how you build culture. Oof. I don't know. I don't know if the Falcons want that. Arthur Smith wants the adversity. Yeah. All right. Part. What's next? Give me the hardest. Next up, Arizona, the Cardinals taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, we know where no this Matt is going. Canada. We know where this uh, is going. Man, if Kyler had a good week last week, I'd go with Cardinals. But I can't. I'm going with the Steelers. Jack's going with the Steelers. Steelers. Griffin's going with the Steelers. <laughs> A little Steelers. Hey, they had a, a first 400-yard game last week um, since Matt Canada wasn't. Uh, they had a lot. Of, so early on, they had a lot of yards. They just weren't scoring, and then they ended up winning. So I, I could see this team trending upwards on the offensive side of the football. I, I really could. <laughs> it's all because Matt Canada. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know about that, but, like, a release, I mean, release Kenny Pickett. I mean, as much as you can. Like, let him release Kenny Pickett. Yeah, release the small hands. <laughs> Next up. Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans divisional matchup. I'm going with Indy. Jack's going with Indy. I'm going with the Titans. Yeah, haven't I... lost at home. Keep it coming. Come on now. Nissan Stadium. Give me Minshew and the Colts. God, seven and five would be crazy for this team after the offseason and the Jeff Saturday debacle and everything like that. I mean, I would be ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, any huge game, any setup to 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 have some success here against the Titans. I'm ready for war. Bad team. Miami and Washington. Jack and I are both going with Miami. Miami. Dolphins. Miami. This could be Sweet. bad. This one could be bad. Yeah. Mm, I could see, see, see it. I could see it. I could see that one being like the the question mark head scratcher. What happened? Um. Next up, probably the hardest game to pick this week: Denver and Houston. Jack's going with Houston. I yeah, this one is hard. I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with Houston. I don't. Think, I think the Texans bounce back. I I'm don't going think with Denver the can keep up with this streak. I think it's a little unsustainable right now. A lot of their success is coming from turnovers. That's not sustainable. Yeah, I think Houston. But but uh, turnovers against a rookie QB. That's 
That's not. That's why this game is Stroud's fun. Done, that's the reason Stroud's been such an such a great quarterback. He has. Season, he has the football. But two weeks he turned the ball over, so I don't know. So I, I'm going to go with the Texans because I think they win at home. Yeah. And I think the Broncos are going to have to drop a couple more. And yeah, this is already, one of them. And I can already see myself highlighting this whole row red because we just swept Houston. Oh, probably the hardest shit, game shit, of the week. Man, Russ got something for that, I guess. Yeah, uh, Russ is going to cook us. Broncos is, country, let's Mr. Ride, Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Next up, the Panthers and the Bucks. Jack and I are both going with the Bucks. First game with the new head coach. Give me the Bucks. <laughs> Not the Panthers, man. Driven. I'm not taking the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I was, I, I was looking at the next game. I was <laughs> already locked in, in the I, next I'm game. daydreaming about Eagles and Niners. <laughs> you didn't even That's know. Not the next game. Yeah. Right? The next game. We got Browns. Okay. And okay. Rams. Okay. Jack is going with the Browns and Joe Flacco. See, I really want to, but I don't think Miles Garrett's going to play. Do it. I'm going with the Rams. I'm, I'm, going, with the Rams. I'm going with the Rams. I really want to join Jack Little right there. Jack Lone I Wolf. If there. He knows Miles Garrett. The second Jack Lone Wolf, and he's not even in the studio. Um, next up, game of the week. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, let me change that to. What are you doing, bro? bro keep going. Keep going. Sorry, I saw. Nah, you already said it. You're committed. Yes, you're committed. That's how it goes. Next up, it's like checkers. Once you take your hand off the. Thing it's it's, it's there. It's done. It's done. <laughs> this article says Miles Garrett makes a stunning turnaround from his shoulder injury, returning to practice Friday. All right, cool. Too late. That was your gut. That was your gut. That's what you're going with. Just do it. Next up, game of the week, baby. I'm excited for this one. Niners, Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles. Jackson with the Niners. Going with the Niners. Give me the Niners. Ooh, Riley Lone Wolf. I'm hoping with a one loss team. I am. I am. I like. Philly's the best team in the league in and short situations, you know. Oh, what a game! Oh, and my gosh. the Niners are the worst team in the league. Ever since and said that Philly was like winning games in an ugly manner too, they've taken off. Yeah, yeah. man, they listened to a Cover Four podcast and they were like, "Man, AJ Brown heard we're, it. We're better. We're better than you think we are." They heard me call AJ. Hey. Heard me call him Swole Batman. <laughs> That's not what you called That's exactly them. Exactly what you called them. Devontae Smith, skinny Batman. <laughs> yeah, you called AJ Swole Batman. That's what you called him. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Next up, Sunday night football, baby. Prime Prime time. Time football. Don't know how this is the Sunday night football game and not the, the Eagles Niners. Yeah, we got goes, Green so. Bay and Kansas we got City. Kansas. Oh, baby. Here's a guy. Jake and I. Both going with the with the, here's the guys, Mahomes man. Here's the guy who played baseball growing up, and man, he can whip it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Look at the slot on this sidearm. Oh, I actually can't wait to see that. Yeah, I actually, give me the Chiefs. I, I think that stops give me the Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh man, that's a Chiefs sweep. Next up, last game of the week, Monday Night Football. The Jake Browning led Bengals taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jack and I are both going with. The, Jacksonville would have been such a contest, an unbelievable primetime game if man. the Bengals are full of health. Man, it's been a lot of those games this year. All yeah, those Jets prime yeah. time, kind of tragic. Yeah, really tough. But give me the give me the Jags. Wait, wait. We before we end, we gotta mention Aaron Rodgers. We yeah, what about him? I said he practiced. Oh, you mentioned that. Okay. Yeah, I said yeah. he practiced, and that's really all that we need to mention. Oh, I was just locked in on beating science. Netflix, I guess we'll see if he can actually do it. He's going to step on that field, and the kill is just going to snap again immediately. <laughs> I have no uh, faith in whatever like drugs that. he took, natural remedies. Whatever, yeah. you know, 
whatever he does where he sits in a dark room and yeah sits in a cabin and talks to the hat man or whatever (laughs) man all right yeah last game what's your pick uh not the Bengals. Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a pick second. Jacksonville sweet. <laughs> I did not remember their opponent. It's okay. Uh, bye weeks this week. Six teams on by. A lot of lot of bye weeks this week. We got Baltimore, Buffalo, Chicago, Las Vegas, Minnesota, New York. All right. Giants. Buffalo Bills. You stay at home. Think about what you did. Just for fun. We didn't have any of we didn't have any bets last week. I'm just going to do some. Jack's not here, obviously, so he didn't do any. And Justin didn't get any this week. I'm going to do one just for fun. Jared Goff, over one and a half passing touchdowns. I'm going to take Tua, over 285 passing yards. And Trey McBride, tight end for Arizona to get four over four and a half receptions. Uh, I'll fit some in. I'll do Browns. Okay. Browns, Rams, over 40 and a half. Um. Broncos, Texans, Texans minus three, Texans minus three, and Cardinals plus six and a half. Best of luck. I will not do any. As as all season. Come on. As all season. Yeah, what a fun episode. A little rapid fire episode. Yeah, that was, yeah that was good. Yeah. That was fun. All right, that's going to wrap it up for Cover 4 because we got to go across the hallway and get ready for rock solid content, man. It's what man. we do. Hey, Justin and I just got done. Us. Justin and I just got done filming a fast break, and now we turn around, we do cover four, and then after this, we're right in the studio for, for the live show. For live, get a dime. Live, not a dime, not a dime. But I love the game. You get paid an experience. We love the adversity here on the Cover Four podcast. I love the game, man. We're gonna catch you next week. We appreciate you for listening. That's it for this one.